Hey everyone, welcome to the High Vibe Human Podcast Redesigned. I'm your host, Lexi Ray, a human design reader and early childhood and family specialist. I am gifted in understanding human energetics, relationship dynamics, and family dynamics. I founded High Vibe Human with the intention to share the magic of human design in practice. We are all about raising your vibrations to connect with yourself on a deeper level. When we understand ourselves and the world around us, we are better able to show up and create the life we truly desire. I am so proud of you for being here. Let's heal together. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the High Vibe Human Podcast Redesigned. Um, I am super excited about today because I actually got some new headphones. Um, they're like big over-the-ear headphones and it really helps recording so I can like hear what you guys hear when my microphone is on and recording and all of that. So yeah. I'm excited. It sounds really cool and um, I'm ready for it. Okay, so I'm excited about today also because we are going to talk about the power of the I Ching, the Chinese I Ching. Um, it's also known as the Book of Changes. And um, it's kind of, if you know what Oracle is or Oracle cards, it has such similar energy. It's like the original Oracle. Um, an oracle is different from tarot. Um, oracle taps into, well, it taps into the same energy as tarot, but tarot reads the energy a little bit differently, I would say. Oracle is more of like um, getting, like reading the energy of like right now and sending you a message about like what what's going on in your energetic life. Like um, like when you draw an oracle card, you shuffle the deck, you draw an oracle card, and it the message in the guidebook or whatever the book it comes with will apply to your life in like the most unexpected and profound way. It's so cool. Um, and the Chinese I Ching was the original like Oracle. It was the original book of changes. And um, the I Ching talks about change kind of very similar to how we or to how I talk about energy. Um, so everything is change, just like everything is energy. Um, everything is change because everything is literally always changing. There's There's nothing in this universe, there's nothing on earth that stays the same ever. It's always changing. There's always some outside force or energy changing that one thing. Um, and same with you and same with your life. There's always something that's changing. So the book of changes really focuses on, um, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to dive into more about like the history behind the I Ching today um, and kind of how maybe you can use it in your life and how human design, the human design system incorporates um, the Chinese I Ching into its 
um, what is it called? The body graph and like your whole chart, your chart as a whole. Um, okay, but first I wanted to use my favorite Oracle deck. Um, this one is called the Feather Heart or the Amenity Oracle. And um, this one I got, this is my very first Oracle deck that I got. Um, literally got it at Barnes and Noble. My nanny kids helped pick it out. Um, they were picking out books and I told them to help me pick out some um, cards as well. <laughs> so this one was really fun because, um, yeah, it has like a fun, lighthearted energy behind it. Living with a feather heart um, means that by the end of your life, your heart should feel light and um, it shouldn't feel heavy and you should feel like you've done good in this world. Um, so yeah, all of these all of these cards and all of these messages in this book are about like creating like a good, something good, something like positive, something, some type of change that will benefit you and the world around you. And that's just like a super brief explanation, but okay, I'm going to shuffle these. Sorry if it's like kind of fumbly and loud right now. Um, if there's a card that pops out, to us, we're going to save that one because that's kind of beautiful. <laughs> um, but otherwise, I'm just going to cut the deck. I'm shuffling right now. Otherwise, I'm just going to cut the deck and then pick the top one after that. Okay. card. Ooh, I actually haven't gotten this card yet. Um, okay. So this card is called, or it says, I achieve with integrity. I achieve with integrity. I'm just going to describe the picture as well. There are five women standing with their eyes closed in almost like a half, like semicircle. And they all have their eyes closed and their heads tilted back up at the sun and the sun is shining in like a dark sky and you can like see the sun rays shining down and like all around on them. I achieve with integrity. Okay. Let's go find the page in this book. Um, okay. Just real quick about Oracle cards. I just flipped to this page and I wanted to um, talk about this really quick. Okay. Oracle cards are not meant, are not mean to divine the future, but instead allow you, dear reader, to find the divinity within the present moment by using your own intuition and imagination to connect to the alchemical intelligence within the cards. Our hope is that the prenatal philosophies explored within their symbolism assist you to embody these feather-hearted ideals by finding strength within your within your present presence. By casting a net into the past and finding the pearls of wisdom of ancient times and combining this with the alchemy of direct experience, we can bejewel the consciousness of the world with a modern 
mythology that synthesizes the treasures of time with a new revolution of truth. Some physicists believe that time is actually happening all at once, and whenever and whatever was will be. What will be was, and what is, is ever-present always. Perhaps this is the case. Perhaps all that led to this point was the culmination of time ending and beginning in such a way to make this work manifest, to be birthed from apocalypse and grow into a life all of its own. <clears throat> Amenity ever vesting the surface so that we may remember how the sacred nature of the heart can withstand the test of time, space, life, and death, and that love is the fabric that weaves it all together. So the author of this um, deck and this guidebook speaks in like almost like a poetic way. So sometimes it's a little bit hard to like follow and read, but um, her words are always so beautiful. So I just wanted to read that little beginning part about the deck. Okay, so now we're going to look for this um, page, I Achieve with Integrity. One thing about this Oracle deck is that I wish it had a little bit better system of like finding the page because there's like numbers, but the numbers don't correlate with the page. Okay, I found it. I Achieve with Integrity. So I'm just going to read this out loud to you guys and um, take it in because this card is for you. Initiation into a spiritual practice is when a candidate makes the conscious decision to embark on an evolutionary journey to new levels of consciousness and higher planes of understanding the reality in which we live and operate. This rite of passage has found its way through the mystery schools of ancient Egypt, the Eleusian, I don't know how to say this word, Eleusianines of ancient Greece, Kabbalism, Wiccan practice, and modern orders such as Freemasonry and the, and the Order of the Eastern Star. Mystery schools such as these have often been shrouded in secrecy and bedeviled by notions of conspiracy. However, the secrets kept are neither to hide nor to conspire, but to protect certain wisdom that must be earned through time, effort, and proof of character. If the wisdom were to be freely revealed to the uninitiated, the power in this knowledge could find its way into the wrong hands, hearts, and minds. To the true initiate on the path of studying the mysteries of the universe, wisdom is received through different degrees as the candidate advances past various rituals, tests, and trials, which reveal the worth of the individual found in merit. Integrity is an essential part of the character of the ideal initiate into these mysteries. 
as living in alignment with integrity is living unified with truth, honesty, and virtue as a breathing embodiment of the principle of Ma'at, the lightness within the feather of the scale. The pure of heart can understand I achieve with integrity as when you are living as truth unified, your reality reflects back to you with in integrated honesty. The order of the Eastern star applies this concept through rites of passage through the biblical heroines represented within their star. As death and life are eternally bound, the various processes of life's journey echoes, echo lessons, and through metaphor, we can relate to each. And through metaphor, we can relate to each thorough study through study and embodiment. The heroines of each star point are a reflection of the feminine, three great lights of masonry. I just quick looked at the card again, looking at the sun, it kind of, I mean, a sun is a star. So the, the sun or the star is just like beaming and shining down on these women. And they're just looking up and absorbing it with so much gratitude. It almost looks like, okay. I needed to look at that card again. Okay. Where were we? The three. Okay. I'm just going to start here. The heroines of each star point are a reflection of the feminine. Three great lights of masonry, which are charity, loving kindness, and truth as a mirror to the masculine. Three great lights of truth, relief, and brotherly love. Shamanic teachings echo similar sentiments in honoring the four cardinal directions. As each student advances through north, east, south, and west, homage is paid to the wisdom within, the direction, and the lessons revealed through becoming an avatar of each archetype. The medicine wheel of the Lakota traditions tradition honors the North as a representation of the evening, winter, mind, old age, and wisdom. The East represents morning, spring, spirit, childhood, and generosity. The South represents afternoon, summer, soul, adolescence, and fortitude. And finally, the West honors evening, autumn, body, adulthood, and bravery. To live fully and wholly in the idea of integrity is to pause and remember to ask if you are embodying what you articulate and if you articulate and if what you articulate is in alignment with integrity. I'm just going to read that sentence one more time. To live fully and wholly, wholly in the, well, this is not like spelled H-O-L-Y, it's W-H-O-L-L-Y, holy. To live fully and wholly in the ideal of integrity is to pause and remember to ask if you are embodying what you articulate and if what you articulate is in alignment with integrity. Integrity must be fully integrated in order to pass through the gates of higher learning and experience. I achieve with integrity 
means articulation in a in word as well as the integration as well okay i'm going to start over i achieve with integrity means articulation in word as well as the intention encoded in the vibration of what you speak into the world it is embodiment in the strength of your convictions and consciousness a light shining with the luminance of a star the needle point of a compass aware of truth and direction the shimmering spirit of each season's reasons for passage and the awareness of the potency within every great parables metaphor okay so i think the really cool thing about like that um, interpretation of I and she with integrity is really cool because it also reminded me a lot of how women move through their cycles and how understanding our own bodies as women and our own cycles will like just create so much magic in our lives because once we understand our power and how it changes throughout our cycle like the north south east and west um kind of reminded me a lot of the four stages of a woman's cycle and moving through them and like learning each and everything about our bodies during that time and like listening to our bodies during that time and understanding what we need and what we need to change in order to be most aligned with our highest self and the universe and the world around us and others and our energy and our emotions and all of those things. Um, and just like at the end when she talked about everything being a metaphor. Wow. Just think about that for a second. <laughs> that is so cool. Um, okay, so I'm going to um, go ahead and post this um, card on Instagram so you guys can have a visual of what this card looks like. Um, and I'm going to write a little post about what this card means to me, a little bit more depth on Instagram. I think um, using my words to write kind of helps a lot interpret what I want to try to say. So I'm going to go ahead and do that with um, this card. And I'll go ahead also and link these Oracle, this Oracle deck in the show notes if you're interested in um, buying like a similar one. I know for a fact this is on Amazon, but if you would prefer to like, I got it at Barnes and Noble. So if you prefer to go to like a bookstore or another metaphysical store or something like that, you can also have like a visual of what this looks like and all of that stuff. So I'm gonna link that below. Um, and yeah, 
Okay, so our next little topic that we're going, this is not a little topic, but our next topic that we're going to go into is the Chinese I Ching, the Book of Changes, and how this energy is so similar to Oracle card energy, and it's actually the very first Oracle type of book or guide that was created. This was like when I say ancient, I literally mean thousands of years ago. Like this is one of the very first books that has been preserved um, from like ancient times, thousands, plural, of years ago. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Okay, so one of the main concepts behind the Chinese I Ching is yin and yang. So the masculine yang energy and the feminine yin energy will never exist without the other. You need both to, in order to have one. Um, so understanding this is key to kind of understanding how the I Ching works. Um, so there are 64 hexagrams in the Chinese I Ching. And a hexagram is formed with six lines. And these lines will either have a yin or yang energy. So a masculine or a feminine energy. Um, if there's any computer peoples out there listening, um, this is exactly like coding zeros and ones on whatever program you're creating. So the energy of change or the energy of our universe is also very similar to creating a computer program. Um, so the yin, the feminine energy, and the yang, the masculine energy, will be represented by a solid line for yang or masculine and a broken line or like a dashed line for yin or feminine energy. And there's six of these lines and um, there's different like um, combinations of each of these and totaling 64 different types of hexagrams. And in your human design chart, you will also see 64 hexagrams around the outside of your um, rave mandala, and you will also see 64 gates inside your body graph. Um, so some of us will hold specific energies that are consistent with who we are, and some of us will hold, obviously, different energies that are consistent with who we are. But there's also this space for openness in human design where you are kind of like able to sample or test or try or um, like get a little taste for these other types of change themes if we're talking about the Chinese I Ching. So each of these 64 hexagrams is like a theme for change or a driver for change or 
some type of way how this energy is going to flow. Um, okay, so one way that ancient China uses, used and still uses the Chinese I Ching um, is they, they'll consult the I Ching for like so many different things in their life. Even businessmen will do this um, and women, business humans <laughs> will consult the Chinese I Ching um, to see what's going on in the energetic field around them and the energetic field of the universe and just figure out what to do next in their business. Um, a lot of talk in like the crypto slash investment world will um, talk about similar energy to this. I don't know if they might consult the I Ching or use the Chinese I Ching for this, but um, a lot of people will also use like astrology or other spiritual type of practices that um, just ends up being super accurate. So I thought that was really cool. Um, another thing about the Chinese I Ching pertaining to your human design chart is that the 64 hexagrams in the Chinese I Ching has six lines per hexagram. And our DNA as a human, human DNA has 64 codons. And each codon has six groups of amino acids. So in the 1950s, the biologists that discovered the genetic code and um, kind of like created or figured out what DNA, what our DNA was, um, Watson and Crick are their names, um, they were actually using the Chinese I Ching and like consulting it and figuring out how the heck this works, like while they were tripping on mushrooms. So just imagine that. <laughs> These really smart ass scientists that have all of this information already in their brains about like how human biology works were consulting this Chinese I Ching and tripping on mushrooms and they literally cracked the genetic code. I also want to talk a little bit about this is a sidebar, <laughs> sidebar note, um, a future episode, solo episode, possible interview episode as well. Um, I want to talk about mushrooms and, um, like even a non-psychedelic, in a non-psychedelic way, but also psychedelic, psychedelically. <laughs> so sidebar, look for that episode coming in the near future. Um, okay. Yeah. So these biologists, Watson and Crick, definitely cracked the genetic code using the Chinese I Ching and, like how they understood the human biology. I just think it's wild. It's so cool. Um, okay. So using the Chinese I Ching with your human design chart is really cool because like I said before, your body graph will have specific um, gates and those are the little tiny numbers in your chart that might be lit up by your 
consistent, authentic energy. Um, and this, like, it might show up connecting to energy centers. It might show up as a hanging gate, which means that it's just um, one number on one side and the corresponding number on the other side of that channel is what it's called, um, is not lit up or is not defined. And so it's just like a single line that's hanging. When they're connected, it's called a channel. Um, the channels in our chart are what creates our um, uh, definition. And that's kind of like how our internal self will like figure things out. Um, and yeah, this stuff is freaking cool. Um, <laughs> one last thing about the eaching and your body graph is that um, – so let's just like compare – the our DNA with the Chinese I Ching and how like these biologists figured all of this stuff out. Um, okay, so human design is a direct representation of our energetic DNA, our energetic makeup, what we hold, what we don't hold what is able to pass through us, what is able to, like, where things can get stuck. So, like, your DNA, your physical DNA can teach us, teach you a lot about your health. Um, it can teach you a lot about your ancestry, um, your genetics, how, how you, how your body works. Your DNA can tell you so, so much about you. So when you look at your human design chart, you're actually looking at your energetic DNA or your energetic makeup. And this is so much more correlated to our physical than what scientists have originally believed. Um, and it's proving to be true more and more like through living these experiences, these human experiences and like this is why I want to talk about a little bit more about mushrooms on this podcast, but um, like how humans have evolved through plant medicines um, and through experiencing life, like how humans were more meant to experience life versus like the hustle and bustle of society today. Um, yes. So... The Chinese I Ching is basically the original oracle, and um, it corresponds to your human design chart as showing what your energetic DNA or your energetic blueprint is. So when you get a reading with me or with any of the other amazing human design readers out there, what we're going to do is obviously look at your chart as a whole and go through your strategy and authority and how that applies to you and your life. But in our second session, so for, um, for my clients, I always do a follow-up session, two sessions for a personal reading, three sessions for a partnership reading, and four sessions for a parenting reading or a family reading. 
Um, and I find that this is so much more beneficial because my clients will get time to go and like practice these things, then come back and we like talk about it again. Um, and I find that it's really hard to cram everything in your chart into one 60 minute or 90 minute reading. So spacing them out is so much more beneficial to me and you as a client if you end up getting a reading. Um, but yeah, so in our second reading, we're going to dive a lot deeper into your hexagrams and your gates and your channels and what that means for you. So yeah, um, if you do want to get a reading, go ahead and scroll through the show notes and um, just hit, I want a reading. And um, you'll be taken to a page where you have to apply. Um, and then we'll schedule your discovery call and schedule your sessions, um, go through everything else that you need to know. And yeah, it's a super fun process, a super transformational process. Um, and I'm really excited to start offering these um, partnership and parenting services as well as my one-on-one -on -one readings that I normally offer. So yes, if you feel called to learn more about your energetic DNA and your um, learn more about like your blueprint of who you are based off of all of this information and yeah, definitely schedule a reading. High achieve with integrity means articulation in a word as well as the intention encoded in the vibration of what you speak into the world. It is embodiment in the strength of your convictions and consciousness, a light shining with the luminescence of a star, the needle point of a compass aware of the truth in direction, the shimmering spirit of each season's reasons for passage, and the awareness of the potency within every great parables metaphor. I just wanted to let those words sink in one last time before we part ways for today. I Achieve with Integrity was the card, the Oracle card pulled for you today. What does that mean for you? sit with it for a little bit. I think it was really cool that that is actually the card that we pulled today. And I was teaching about the I Ching and how change is inevitable and all of these ancient teachings, spiritual practices, um, and like these schools of mystery have to offer, like the, the information that it has to offer. I believe the Chinese I Ching is very powerful and 
um, a lot of these schools of mystery, quote unquote, use that same energy or that same power. They know that everything is change. Everything is energy. And learning how to be a master of change is where the human power lies. And using it with integrity is the main ideal behind why this card is pulled for today. When you dive into your own human design journey, sometimes it can feel like, oh damn, like if people get a hold of this information and start using it like in a selfish way, then that could be catastrophic actually. But if people were able to get a hold of this information and use it with integrity, then that is where a beautiful world is created. And like the yin and the yang, one cannot exist without the other. So I just have a feeling that with all of the current events going on, right now, like basically World War III starting and this cycle has happened before. Um, after the Spanish flu, I'm pretty sure it was like World War II that started right away. So it's not like we haven't been here before. But the reason why we're going through all of these things again as like a collective is that it's like a test we need as a collective to learn something that we didn't learn last time. So use your intention, focus your intention today, just for today on integrity and what that means for you and how you can be a balance in this world of chaos. What can you do to help the collective heal? And what can you do to stop like death and genocide and war from happening in our outer world? What can you do? The only way is if we focus in on ourselves because our outer world is a reflection of our inner world. So let's unpack it. Let's unpack it together. <laughs> 